Welcome to our Fangirl Playlist, hosted by Zane, Becky, and Emma. Each week, we will be talking about all things fangirl-related, from the latest celebrity news to new music. We will be dissecting it all. This week, we will be talking about Fine Line's anniversary, the fashion that Fine Line ushered in, and we will be including a recap from last week's episode. do our weekly recap recapping everything important that has happened over the last seven days starting with uh thursday december 10th that was jingle ball harry sang adore you golden and watermelon sugar and it was pre-recorded and not in the iHeartRadio studios um so we unfortunately did not get to see him get any gifts from iheart okay december 11th taylor swift dropped evermore and it includes a song that continues to fuel the fire that Taylor and Harry were involved in a vehicular manslaughter case. And Urban Outfitters released a limited edition Up All Night green transparent vinyl. And then on Saturday, December 12th, Louis had his Live from London show. Um, and also at the show, we got a new song called Copy of a Copy of a Copy. And Louis actually tweeted saying that he doesn't know if it's going to be an actual single. It'll probably just be a song that he sings at his live shows. So we're all a little disappointed, but the show was amazing. Um, it was great to see his face again. He had long hair. And then also that night, Timothy Chalamet role-played Harry Styles on SNL, and everyone freaked out about that. Um, he had the outfit. He had the nail polish, the rings, and everything. And then also on Saturday, Maya Henry posted an Instagram picture, and you could see a picture of Louis and Liam in the back. And then going on to Sunday, December 13th, I was, of course, the one-year anniversary of Fine Line, um, and Harry tweeted about that. And then it was also the anniversary of the last One Direction performance, um, and Harry's team released some ugly merch. If you don't know which ones I'm talking about, it's the white shirt with the hands coming out of the boot, and, or coming out of the pants, and then the two the two sweatshirts and then it was also taylor swift's 31st birthday then on monday december 14th we got an unreleased photo of zane and Gigi before the zg baby was born and then on tuesday december 15th we had a lot happen um liam did his tiktok live for charity um he talked a lot about one direction and yeah everything he talked about bear too um, Liam also said in that live stream that he called Louie before his show and um, he told him it was amazing. And then Harry also commented again on Kid Harpoon's Instagram post. Um, Harry and Louie both, both postponed their European tour dates um, over Twitter and Instagram. And then also Zayn was spotted um, out shopping. And then finally, Wednesday, December 16th, which is today, the day that we are recording this episode, there were new photos released from Beauty Papers, um, and then Chris Pine comments about Harry and Don't Worry Darling and about how filming is starting to wrap up. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick off this episode. I want to play a clip from last week's episode because I think it will be hilarious to re-listen to. So y'all ready for this? Yes. Yes. Patience okay. really low because if they're low, then I'm not disappointed. I just—it doesn't make any it sense. Seems like a that random make yeah, one. and also why it, that would be like, so. Why random. would it be like three seconds of the song? Like, but would it be a single? But also, Stevie Nicks talked about him making a music video for something. That's true. And it, I heard something that this would be his There's sixth a- music video, and Sunflower Volume Six. And I'm like, I oh, that. that. See things like I'm like, oh, maybe maybe it is gonna happen. So I just don't know. It's not gonna happen. I'm going to say right now, look back in six months if something happens and replay this clip. But as of right now, I firmly believe we're not going to get a Sunflower Volume 6 video. I agree. <laughs> this is just a thought, but what if we got it on Fine Line's anniversary? I no. mean, he's got to do something for that, right? Or maybe it'll just be a tweet. I feel like we're going to yeah. tweet. <laughs> we're going to get an Instagram post. Maybe it'll be like behind it. the scenes from like the album photo shoot. You know what I want? I want a behind the album. I would love that. 
All right, that's it. I just wanted to point out the fact that we were so hopeful for anything for Fine Line. We were so wrong. <laughs> we were we were kind of right though. We just got a tweet in an Instagram. That was it. But I also yeah, but there was no behind the album, sadly. Yeah, it's also like important to note though that we were also very. We had no idea what was going to happen with Taylor because for those of you listening, we filmed it probably 12 hours before she announced Evermore and she had tweeted the the nine trees and we were like oh it's probably nothing like maybe a new single we were like so clueless yeah we got that ugly merch (laughs) with the hand (laughs) oh gosh I will say the black sweatshirt I don't really like the back but it's not his worst merch he's put out the other the, the brown and pink sweatshirt and the shirt those are bad, but the black and white like sweatshirt or whatever. Yeah, with like the I think it had pink writing maybe on it. Like that's yeah, the that. front is really simple. I think the front just says like fine line. Yeah, and I just like the corner. Know where the brown came from. Like, in what world was brown even a part of any color schemes that he has ever done? I don't know. Like, I don't even think that Harry approves this merch. Like, I honestly think he has nothing to do with it. He just gets the money from it. Yeah. Like, he's like, release whatever you want. And then he looks at it later. Yeah. I don't know. But I just want to know what happened between HS1 and Fine Line. Because he obviously liked the merch during, like, his first era. Like, he wore it out. Like, he was constantly spotted in it. Like, and that was cute. Like, that's some of my favorite stuff. What happened? I don't Part know. Part of me wonders if that was just a part of being on tour, though. Because mm-hmm. I could see him, like, raiding his own merch spot. And, like, grabbing, oh, I haven't been able to wash my shirts in a while. I'm just going to grab a new hoodie kind of situation. Not that he wouldn't like it. But I could see that happening. And that may be why we haven't had any fine line merch pictures. Because he's not been on tour. And this merch hasn't been out for that long either. Yeah. So, and I don't it's know, just maybe ugly. <laughs> and also, like, people haven't really spotted Harry, like, because of COVID and everything. So maybe he is wearing his merch inside his house. We just don't know. He wears that Columbia hoodie more than anything else, seems like. I tried finding that Columbia hoodie, like, a week after maybe it was like, like he was spotted in it and it was sold out. Um, my friend Julia, who I think will listen to this. So, hi, Julia. Um, texted me and was like, he is so emotionally attached to that sweatshirt. And whenever he wears it, he looks like he's like a 15-year-old boy. (laughs) Yeah, with his, like, yellow hat on. Like, I think Julia said that her brother, her younger brother, could recreate the same exact outfit with no effort. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know where that fishing hat came from. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. What does it say? I don't remember, but there has to be a story behind that hat. I mean, I feel like he has a story behind everything. I wonder if somebody gave it to him one time, or... I don't know. I thought it was, like, a Gucci hat. No, I don't think it's a Gucci hat. I think it's, like, a small business. Yeah. Hmm. Is it it the yellow one? I'll look it up. I don't remember. There's a blue one as well. Yeah, I think I remember the blue one. The one that he wore okay. in Italy. Okay. Um, I still think it's um, hilarious that the same day that he was spotted with that hat was, like, when he was running the streets of Italy and there was somebody with Walls merch mm-hmm. and, like, there's a photo of that. I think that's the funniest thing ever. So, when I saw that picture, like, I'm sure he didn't notice, but, like, if he did notice that that was Louis' merch, do you think he would have said anything? Probably not. I was going to say, I don't even know that he would have known what their merch looked like. I mean, I'm sure he knows that Louis has an album called Walls Out. Like, he's not oblivious to that. But it just says the word walls, like, squiggly. I don't know that he would have put two two and two together that it was Louis' merch. You know? Yeah. And honestly, that is kind of fair because whenever I first got that shirt, I wore it around my family. And they're like, oh, did you just get a new Vans shirt? And I was like, no, it's actually Louis' merch. So they thought it was just like Vans off the wall. Like that kind of merch. But Louis' merch is actually cute. Totally agree. Yeah. Niles is too. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think it's because it's, like, minimalistic. Yeah. Like, Harry's, I think his is just too much sometimes. I'm like, why? Like, all this. <laughs> I don't mind his merch in the sense, like, I didn't mind HS1 merch at all. I thought it was actually pretty classy. But Fine Lines merch, like, I want something more than a ridiculously edited photo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it washes him out. Like, especially the golden ones. Like, I don't like how, like, contrasted he is on that white. I really don't. I'm excited for the bakery golden sweatshirt. I think it's, it's like, the green one. The green like one? I love that it's one. a washed out picture of him. That feels like really Christmassy merch to me. And I don't yeah. know why. I think it's because it's on the green sweatshirt. And it has a little bit of red in it as well. Yeah. I was just about to say the colors. Yeah. I'm excited, though, because I ended up, um, I don't know if I told you, if I told either of you this, but I decided to order the pink Louis sweatshirt. Oh, that's exciting. You were talking about it last night. Did you order it last night? I did. (laughs) That's amazing. But it was way more expensive than I expected it to be. Like, his, I, his prices are, like, getting up there. Yeah. Uh, Becky, you need to give your update about your Nile merch. Oh, um, that was not sent to me as one of the items that was thrown away. Only my bed, my mattress, all of my bedding in my backpack were thrown away. But not my Nile merch. So. At least you get your Nile merch. Yeah, so I'll get that in January, even though it's been sitting there since November. That'll be so fun, though, when you get there, and it'll be a little surprise. Yeah, and hopefully my Harry merch will follow, and then my Louis merch. <laughs> For the yeah. record, last week, when we were recording the podcast, I got a notification that my vinyl shipped. Um, it has not, in fact, shipped. They created the shipping label, and it has not moved. <laughs> so. I've seen some people on TikTok that I've just gotten theirs, but I don't know where they live. Yeah. A lot of them live in the U.S., but I checked my, like, tracking number, and it said that it has not gone to the post office yet. Same with my Vamps vinyl and my Wonder vinyl. So, it is what it is. It may come, though, because this morning I checked, like, an order I made on Black Friday um, from Nasty Gal, and it said that my shipping label had been created, but, like, it hadn't been sent, like, the package hadn't been sent to FedEx, but then it was, like, on my Mm. this is usps so i have a feeling it's just gonna take a hot minute you know yeah usps has been really really slow yeah so should we talk about the fine line anniversary we we sort of touched on it for a second but yeah let's talk about everything that the year of fine line has brought i feel like it was i mean where do we begin like it is just oh man so much has happened this year i felt like I feel like I want to talk about what he said in his tweet. I don't know. I liked when he said, I think he said, um, I always love you, but especially today. That was like a nice touch. It felt genuine, yeah. sincere. Yeah. Because it wasn't just like. One thing Emma pointed out whenever she texted me was that his tweet. No, no, no. Sorry. This was the tweet about the, the tour being canceled. <laughs> Or postponed. He didn't put an H on it. Or he didn't sign off. And he spelled out treat people with kindness. That was weird to me. Yeah. But like the fine line anniversary, that was definitely Harry. That seemed like Mm -hmm. it was Harry. Yeah. And that one he did sign off on. Yeah. I wonder if they're like going to something where it's basically like if he signs off, it was him. Because if I'm being honest... With it having a social media team, he's probably like, okay, like we're we're postponing tour, announce it. Like, sounds good, you know. And like, he wouldn't even be a part of that decision. Yeah. That would be his like tour booking and his tour manager and everything. Um, so I mean, I'm sure they would communicate with him. Like, hey, we're about to tweet something. Like, your tour is postponed. Like, maybe he would read over it or whatever, and like they would post it. Like, he wouldn't have anything to say. Yeah. Really? That's what I feel like HSHQ should be responsible for. And then they retweet HSHQ from Harry's account. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like. Because HSHQ is like his business account. Exactly. And that would make sense for his team to put things through there. Exactly. Yeah. 
that's and, that's why I wish it was like separated a little bit. I feel like Taylor Swift does a really good job with that. Like Taylor Nation is like her business account and they yeah. tweet stuff for her. But And I think it's the same with Louis. Like yes. Louis has, Louis a, has a, business a business one too. I totally agree. I that's the one thing that I have issue with with Harry's social media stuff is half of his tweets don't even seem like him. And if we, like, could discern between the two, that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk like, about- Louie and Niall do a really good job. Like, of like I know when they tweet. Because it just sounds like them. Yeah. And Niall, beyond, like, album announcements, it's almost always Niall. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm almost convinced that Niall's manager doesn't even have access to his account. <laughs> Like his Instagram too. Like he just posts random Instagram stories and exactly, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about fine line fashion. Ooh, yes. Because I think this is the most interesting part of fine line, in my opinion. Me too. Me too. Um. Well, I mean, I I wrote down on the sheet. I said there's so many like fashion trends that started because of fine line, starting with like the pearl necklaces, um, and the initial rings, the watermelon sugar glasses. All the Marc Jacobs sweaters, the J.W. Anderson cardigan, um, Harry Signature vans, and then, like, mini purses. Those were just some things that I pointed out. But, I mean, I feel like fans have kind of taken those and even made it even bigger, in a way. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, out of all of those things, the things that stand out the most to me are is the cardigan. The cardigan, by far, like, it made Vogue's, I think, top 20 things that, like, define fashion this year. It made all sorts of lists. J.W. Anderson gave us the... Um, the template. Pattern. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Um, all of it. I mean, that's crazy. I don't think... I cannot think of another piece of clothing that has had that much impact on fashion in a single year. No, definitely not. And I think, honestly, COVID kind of helped with that because people didn't have anything to do for months and they're like oh I'll start knitting and I'll make this sweater and then like it just can't kind of became a trend especially on TikTok like you would see one person make it and you're like oh that looks really fun like I have no idea how to knit but then there's people posting like um tutorials and it was kind of fun I feel like I felt like the fandom like kind of grew because of that cardigan like we were all helping each other knit that people and like were we were all creating this colors too it was about the cardigan I think Emma had just brought up that people are making it in different colors and that was yes. the thing I immediately thought of that I'm trying to think of her username on TikTok and if it is we'll definitely post it on Instagram and TikTok but she made a pink one like it was centered around pink um, <laughs> and I thought it was so pretty I've seen so many like I saw a fine line colored one instead of like rainbows mm, that was a good one I saw that one too I honestly don't love the colors, like, of the original cardigan. Like, I know, like, that's the original, and I wouldn't want to change those colors. But I, I like the the other versions that fans have made of it. Yeah, I think you can really see people's, like, creative sides with that. And, like, you're able to kind of see what people can take of the original design and improve it almost. Something that more fits their own style, because as much as I think we all look to Harry for like fashion inspiration like we all have our own like unique style at the end of the day which is really cool to see how people kind of interpret it yeah for sure and I think also on the topic of um like fine line like fashion I think seeing all the different necklaces as soon as he wears and wears the pearl necklace the golden necklace like immediately sell out on Etsy like, people are making it, it's, like, selling out. It's, like, crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so crazy that, like, one person has sparked this, like, fashion. I don't even know what to call it. Like, a fashion revival. Like, I feel like people have started to care fashion more than they have in the past. You know, like, even through COVID, like, we weren't going anywhere, but people were so fashionable. Like, everyone on TikTok was creating these outfits, and, like, I don't know, it it made me inspired. Like, I've been playing around with my fashion and stuff like that the last year, and I would have never worn, like, like a pantsuit combo. Like, I would have never worn that. 
without it my makes line. Me so excited for a tour because you know outfits are gonna be bomb. It's gonna be a literal fashion show going into a Harry Styles concert. It's kind of intimidating. Like I'm honestly scared. I'm like I don't want to like underdress. Like I need to make sure I'm appropriately dressed, and I'm like. I can't be too casual, but I also can't go too crazy. Actually, no, I don't even think there is a too crazy. I, I still... If, go ahead. Um, I remember, like, one of my... At the beginning of quarantine, um, Zane and I are in a group chat with, like, a couple other girls we met on TikTok, and we were all shopping for our Love on Tour outfits, like, being like, is this good enough? Like, which one, which shirt do you like better? Like... It was a big deal <laughs> to try and figure out what we That was wear. so fun. I remember that. That makes me want to cry. I mean, it was sad because at that point in quarantine, we were so hopeful that Love One Tour would still happen. Like, we didn't know. Like, Harry hadn't posted anything about it. And, like, all the COVID, like, things on the news were like, oh, it'll only last another two months and then it'll be fine. And, yeah, yeah. here we are in December. Yeah. R.I.P. Right. R.I.P. I honestly, like, I really want to be hopeful, but I don't think concerts are going to return until 20, at least the end of 2021, if not 2022. I would say summer 2021, depending on the vaccine. I'm really preparing myself that Love on Tour is going to get canceled. Don't even, knock on wood right now. (laughs) I'm not kidding, Becky, knock on wood. Sarah, I just knocked on wood. I mean, I I don't even know because, I mean, I know Harry would make it, try to make it happen as much as he could. Like, he would do everything in his power to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But also, like, there's, if COVID is still rampant at that point and there's no, like, not everyone's vaccinated, there's no way they can have a 22,000 person show or more. Like, they're, like, like, having that many people in a tight area is just not COVID safe. I mean, in general, it's not really that sanitary. So because like, especially in the only. Yeah. I was thinking about like I have a pit ticket to one of the shows, the Connecticut show. And the be the thought currently of being that close to that many people is like disgusting. Yeah. Right? I mean it's crazy I- that like before COVID, I didn't even really think about that stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, pit sounds fun, but you're literally breathing like in other people, like other random strangers, like faces yeah. that you've never met before. You don't know what they've been doing. Like, why didn't I think of like the health and sanitary aspect of that? I just want to know if Harry will ever do the whale again. I've seen a lot of stuff about that on TikTok. Like everyone, like rest in peace to Harry's whale. Or I'm like, don't say that. that. It's such a Harry thing. If he doesn't do it, I'll be so sad. <laughs> And, like, they're, like, if he throws the water again, it has to be from the bottle he hasn't taken a sip from. And normally he, like, takes a couple sips and just, like, throws it at people to get rid of it. Like, he would just have the conscious to, like, open up the water bottle and, like, throw it at people. Like, he's not going to do that. That won't be as special, though. (laughs) It'll kind of ruin the moment. Yeah. No, that makes me so sad. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah. Well, we're not going to think about that. Let's just be optimistic. (laughs) Love on Tour is going to happen, guys. I'm putting, I'm speaking it into existence. I think- but here's the other thing. If Love on Tour doesn't happen, that means Harry is releasing new music before yeah. he goes on tour again, which honestly, at this point, I would take new music over a tour. I don't know. Actually, I've had this thought that maybe he will release another album before Love on Tour and just tour them both. I mean, that makes sense. It's kind of crazy and ambitious, but I feel like Harry could pull it off, if anyone. I don't think he'd want to, though. Yeah. Because there'd be a lot of songs he wouldn't get to play. Yeah. Unless he played, like, a two-hour show. Or he just wouldn't ever play HS1 again. Yeah. Can you imagine not seeing Kiwi live? No. He would definitely include Kiwi. If he, like, didn't include Sign of the Times, he would include Kiwi. Because that's, like, one of his favorites to perform, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I bet Kiwi would be an encore. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think, like, artists that have, like, seven, eight, like, Taylor, like, that has, like, nine albums out. Like, how is she going to go on tour? Because, of course, she's going to have to sing some of her old classics. But she also needs to sing her new music. She does mashups quite often. Yeah, because it's a reputation tour. She had a mashup of style, um, Love Story, and You Belong With Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And when I went to the Jonas Brothers, they mashed up a ton of their old songs because they have like over 200 something songs. A lot. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to choose a set list because like, I mean, especially as an artist, you know, your fans love certain songs, but you also want to perform the new ones that they haven't heard. So you kind of have to balance it. I think to talk about something good that Fine Line has brought us, um, there's so many new fans. Like, going on TikTok, I just see so many people who are like, I've become a fan in the last year. I've become a fan because of quarantine. And that just, like, makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Same. I mean, arguably, I came back to the fandom because of Fine Line. So I was, like, a diehard One Direction fan. My walls were wallpapered with posters and then I went to college put my fangirl days behind me for the most part and then right at the very end I graduated last December literally a year ago yesterday and right about that time I started trickling back into becoming a diehard fangirl again and I blame Harry Styles a thousand percent for that that's kind of the same story with me um, actually I, I didn't really listen to HS1 all the way through when it came out in 2017 and I regret it every single day. So you can already roast me, but, um, I listened to like the singles like Kiwi and I listened to Sweet Creature and Sign of the Times. Um, and then like maybe a month before Lights Up came out, like I had seen a bunch of things about people posting that he was releasing new music and, um, I listened to HS1 all the way through. It was on my fall playlist, and I was obsessed with it. Like, for the, I think the whole month of, maybe it was September and October, I listened to HS1. And then when Lights Up came out, I watched the release of that. It was amazing. And then I watched the release of Adore You. And then Fine Line came out, and now I'm just, I fell down the rabbit hole. And I am a diehard fan of Harry and One Direction, and I feel like I know everything about them. <laughs> Quarantine is definitely added to that, though. I think I spent hours and hours on the internet. Yeah, I think for me, I'm um, I I don't even like. I went to like the up all night tour. Like went to every single tour for One Direction. Like also like Emma, my walls were like wallpaper. Um, I don't think I ever like got out of that, but I definitely like did not like want it to be my personality in college. Yes, like exactly. I was like, I want to establish myself on campus first as like all these other things but now I'm like I'm a junior like it's quarantine like I don't care and like I've kind of stopped making it like my almost like little secret like guilty pleasure and like because I remember like I had a conversation I think it was also in the group chat with um Zane our two other friends that was like I'm not gonna post a TikTok like people from school follow me like I can't post a One Direction TikTok and now I'm just like I don't care that's hilarious I vividly remember I had a conversation with one of my friends from college who like knew me pretty well throughout the whole thing and I was like oh yeah I was a diehard One Direction fan like had fan accounts everything and they did not believe me like it took photo proof for me to prove that I was such a diehard fan and I remember thinking in the moment in college I was like man I made it I'm like totally out of that well here we are (laughs) It's kind of different for me in a way because I started college in COVID. So I've been living at home for the past, I don't even know what, like a year almost. Um, And so I feel like through COVID, I've actually become a bigger fangirl because I've been at home and I've had all this free time to just, I don't know, spend hours on TikTok. But it also doesn't help that the few friends that I did make on campus are also really big fans of Harry Styles and One Direction. So whenever I'm with them, we talk about Harry Styles and One Direction. So I'm like, well, I, I don't think I can really escape from it now. It's a part of my personality and it's who I am. It's too late. So I have a question for both of you. If you could pick a song off a fine line that does not currently have a music video to have a music video, which song would you pick? She. She. I think the concept would be so cool. Like, it'd be like, it'd be kind of like a dark music video, like. Not pillow talk, but like similar color scheme, like vibe to pillow talk. I just think it would be like amazing. I see like, it would be long too. Yeah, I see like red neon lights. Like, yeah, I, yeah, there would be. You know what? I can imagine she like the music video being like a short film. Mm-hmm. 
kind of like we i don't know kind of like louis did with what which song was that we made it i think we made it had the short film but i think that would be super cool was she um i'm trying to think what would be my song I mean, I'm tempted to say Sunflower Volume 6, like I said last week, but I also would really, really like a Treat People with Kindness music video because that's like Harry's brand. Like, that's his whole motto and what he lives by. I um, could see I, the Treat People with Kindness song being like, you know how sometimes they do like tour vlogs or like tour roundups or something say. like that? I could hear it behind that. I could see that too. I mean, there was like a point in time in the fandom where it was like rumored that a true people with kindness music video was happening um and i i believed it of course and yeah i mean it was gonna be a choreographer who put it yeah there was gonna be like a whole dance or something and i was like that would be really cool i mean even if harry didn't dance like if there was like harry performing and then there was like another storyline i feel like that'd be cool i don't know i love music videos i'm obsessed with them I think if I could have one music video from the album, I would want a fine line music video because I just know that Harry would blow my mind with whatever he came up with for that. That song has like a huge emotional attachment to me. Like I love that song, but it would also make me cry if he made a music video to that song. I have hit the point where I refuse to listen to that song. Oh, that's one I listen to the most. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Like, I love that song, but I am nowhere near emotionally capable of handling that song. Like, <laughs> I, I get like, that. Like, my re-ranked fine line is at the bottom, and everyone's like, oh my god, why would you do that? And I was like, because it just makes me so sad that I cannot function as a human being. So I just don't listen to it. I'm like, I love the song, but not for me. When I saw yeah. you rank that at the very bottom... I was so tempted to text you and be like, I'm unfollowing you. I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> that is my number one song off of Fine Line, by yeah, far. It's my, I think it's my favorite Harry song of all time. I would go as far to say that as well. Yeah. Also, live update, Chris Pine said um, Harry is absolutely wonderful. And then he said the aesthetic of Don't Worry Darling is beautiful. And Chris Pine has wrapped filming for the movie. Ooh. So that, That's soon. He's only been filming for, like, what, a month? I mean... Or has it been more? There were rumors that Harry was wrapped filming, too. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost Christmas. Like, I'm sure they're trying to either wrap it up or wrap it up before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then start again in January. If not wrap it completely. Yeah. It's so funny. I I mentioned this to Emma, I think. Like, I always send Emma Florence Pugh's Instagram stories because she'll, like, she'll go, like, one hour where she's, like, filming. And then the next hour, she's at home eating her little, like, advent calendar chocolates and dancing to Christmas songs. And I'm like, I love her that she shows, like, the normal side to, like, being a celebrity. It's just her at home cooking dinner, eating her little advent calendar chocolates. And then, like, next moment, she's kissing Harry on set. Like... (laughs) Love her. I think Olivia Wilde needs to talk to Taylor Swift, though, and get No Body, No Crime as the soundtrack, because isn't Harry supposed to be, like, a psychopath? Like I heard he's in a cult. He's like a psychopath. Yeah, I heard killer. that, too. He's like a psychopath, like, culty killer. The whole script is online. I refuse like, you to can read sit it. Down... I won't read I'm it. I'm not going to read it. I, I refuse to. I will say, apparently, the first scene is the is the infamous scene. If you know, you know. That's the opening scene of the movie. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's what I've been hearing. I'm too scared to open the script to figure it out if it's true or not. Okay, this is probably a dumb question. I'm literally in film school. But are scripts publicly released all the time? No, this one is leaked. Yep. This one was leaked. Okay. Because I was like, this is not usually the case. Normally, yeah. we will never see the script. Who leaked it? Isn't that the famous question yeah, every single time there's a leak? Probably one of us. One of the Harrys. <laughs> one of us. One of the three of us. Yeah, one of the three There's of us. us. We did it. We're the only Harrys in the entire We're the world. FBI. Surprise. I'm like one of those people, though, that like pretends like I'm the only Harry on Earth. Like I forget. Right? Like I'm like, oh, there's like oh five gosh. of us. No, I do the exact same thing. Like, I see people that I, like, know normally on a normal basis just as friends. And they'll post something, like, randomly about Harry. 
And I'm like, wait, they listen to Harry Styles? Like, I think right? it's just, like, crazy absurd thing. And I'm like, well, he actually has music on the radio. And, like, he's, like, an artist. Like, I don't, I don't grasp that. I had a friend post lyrics on Instagram, uh, like, Sunflower Volume 6 lyrics. And I just about lost my mind. Because I had no idea she liked Harry at all. And then for her to post Sunflower Volume 6, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it's not even a single. Like, there's people out there that listen to his music that's not even, it's not a single. Oh my gosh. Like, today, for example, I saw um, a Christmas card on someone's story that said, Happy Christmas and a picture of Harry. And I was like, wait a second. What? Like, and also, people like that, like, I know her, and I think she's just normal. Like, she's not, like, a fangirl. She's, like, this crazy fangirl that has a TikTok stan account. But I'm like, wait, people can be fans and not, like, be crazy about it? Like, they, they're not spending their entire life thinking about Harry Styles? What? This is crazy. <laughs> well, I saw something on TikTok. I'm not saying it's 100% true because I'm not a licensed therapist. Um, but that someone's, th- so I'm just putting that disclaimer in there, but someone's therapist told them that hyperfixation on like, even on like a celebrity, like on that level, is like a coping mechanism. I heard it's a trauma response. I <laughs> didn't know I had trauma. It could be both, yeah. I think, honestly. And you know why? I think a lot of fans fell into the, like, Harry Styles One Direction trap in quarantine because it was a coping mechanism. Like, we didn't have anything else to do, and we were kind of all stressing about the state of the world. And so we decided to, like, be nostalgic and listen to old music. It 1,000% was my coping mechanism in high school. Yeah. 1,000%. It helped me through finals. Like, listening to four on repeat. Yeah. I don't think I could have gotten through finals without it. But I also... I do have to... You can go. Go ahead, Becky. I also don't want to be like, oh, this is like come across some like, oh, this is like a negative thing because like I've met you both and like I've met like other people through TikTok who like literally like made my quarantine so much better. So I don't always think it's like a bad thing right. that like to end up on like 1D like TikTok or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, I think there's definitely perks to like being a fangirl. I actually wrote a whole entire speech about this for my communications class in college. Um, like, I feel like there's so many negative connotations to being a fangirl, but there's also a lot of positives. Like, it's a community and it, like, brings you friends and stuff like that. Like, I was really, really lonely during quarantine. And then when I met you, Becky, and I met Megan and Mindy, and then I met Emma, like, you guys have literally been my best friends this semester. Like, even though we're not, like, in the same place physically, online we can still be connected and, like, we have very similar interests. And Also, we'll insert the audio of Zane's speech here. Um, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> it's long. It's like nine minutes long. It is a topic that we want to cover at some point though. Yeah, I think we should do a podcast about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Instead. And we could just like cover the things that I talked about in the speech, but also, um also go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Y'all can't see because this is a podcast and not a video, but Zane has a pearl bracelet on right now that says golden. Do talk about fine line era everything pearls letter beads all of it and i had my initial rings on earlier except i don't have harry's initials i have my own i think it's kind of weird when people get harry's initials i mean i i get it but i'm like wouldn't you want to have your own initials and make it your thing okay so i saw something on tiktok it's a little segue um today that they announced the performers for the grammys and taylor swift and harry are both performing at the grammys that's the night before his birthday yeah i mean i have a feeling that it's going to be virtual but still our divorced parents guys but i think that the performers like even like a lot of them will probably still go because like i'm thinking of was it the cmas that taylor swift performed that where like she literally walked in, performed it with only her on the stage, and then she, like, left. And that's what been doing with, like, a lot of award shows. Like, I'm imagining that's her what the Grammys will do. Like, if it's virtual, like, they'll just but, have... But I think that she did that separately. Like, I think she filmed that at, her, at another studio and just had, like, a videographer. Because that's what, like, Sean Mendez did for a lot of his, like, performances. Like, he performed for the Jingle Ball as well. And, like, he had this whole professional set and everything... But, like, it was, like, his own set. 
with like his own filming crew and everyone else had their own filming crew too all i'm saying is that if they're together in the same space i want them to duet something to do with vehicular manslaughter whatever they sing i don't care what it is i either want nobody no crime something getaway car i don't care what it is but i want one of those and i want them to duet it which would never happen but will that be the first time they're like shown publicly together since like 2014 i mean they've been in the same room but yeah have they yeah for like award shows and everything 100 percent. like when was the last award show they were in the same room for she wasn't at the met gala yeah she was i don't remember that no No, i have to go look hold on i remember blake lively being there year before when it was like she when she had her hair bleached. I don't think she got the one after because she was touring. Yeah. Like, I really don't remember her being at the la- the one Harry was at. Was that 2019? Okay, hold on. I mean, I'm sure they've been in places together. I just can't think of she was one there. specific place. What did she wear? Oh, never mind. So it literally pops up with a bunch of photos of Taylor Swift at the Met Gala, and it's like all the same one. And then the very next article says, why Taylor Swift missed Met Gala 2019. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, you would think that after all these years, they gotta be on some sort of good terms. Like, I mean, I'm sure they don't hate each other's guts anymore, because they've all moved on. They've had lives. They were younger when they dated, if they've they did date. each other friends, I think, since. Or, like, alluded to the fact that, like, they get along now. And Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too crazy if they were spotted in the same room. I mean, they're just human. I mean, even with as much as, like, Louie has commented about her, Niall has commented about her, or Liam has commented about her, like, if there was serious bad blood between Harry and Taylor, you would think that they would just kind of avoid her as well. Yeah, and they Yeah. I mean, also, like, Gigi Hadid is, like, best friends with Taylor. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, like, Harry talked about her, like, really highly, like, before quarantine. And, like, mm-hmm. she's talked about and him, like, like, in secret sessions and stuff, being, like, there's no bad blood. So I'm assuming that they're just, like, like, I think for, they run in the same circles. No pun like, intended. Yeah. Like, of course, they're not best friends, but I'm sure they don't hate each other's guts. It's been yeah years. They've had time to make up and well, they killed yeah. somebody together. So. And also, right? Yep, that too. I think regularly about like the people that Taylor surrounds herself with, like Ed Sheeran, people like that. Harry also surrounds himself with those type of people, and like if one or both of them were terrible people, I'm pretty confident those people wouldn't associate with them. You know? Yeah. I feel like Harry and Taylor both are very grounded. Yeah. Like, I think out of a lot of celebrities that I, like, listen to and a lot of artists that I listen to, um, I don't know, both of them just seem very grounded and, like, they know who they are. Um, they have a very small circle of friends. I don't know. They're just very wise, too. I also think it's important, like, like you brought up, they were so young when they dated. They dated, like, eight years ago. They didn't he know anything. 18, they were young. Is, like... She was 22, which is insane. That blows my mind. <laughs> that's all, the fact that that's my age and your age, Emma. I know. I was about to say that. The fact that Taylor dated an 18-year-old as a 22-year-old kind of blows my mind because there that is a big age difference. Like It's really not, though. It, okay, but when you're 22 and thinking about an 18-year-old, I promise you, you will feel the same way. Because it's just, like, you go through so much between being 18 and 22 that, like, I don't even think you can comprehend how much you go through in those, like, little... Well, okay, so I get that, but, like, I've been talking to my mom about this a little bit, just about, like, boys and stuff. And she's like, after high school, like, age doesn't matter as much. Like, when you're in high school and you're a freshman dating a senior, that's kind of, like, a big deal. But in but college, she about, said that it like think how dating much someone older. Had gone through by herself. Yeah, 
like in comparison to Harry, Harry had only been in the spotlight for two years at that point. Yeah. But maybe she kind of liked that because he was still new and like he was like normal. Like fame hadn't changed him by then. Well, it hasn't really changed him now. I mean, arguably it has, but not like he hasn't been like he didn't do it with Miley Cyrus, okay? <laughs> I'm waiting for that moment. He is gonna have that moment at some point. <laughs> Liam already had that moment, right? Oh with, gosh, like, yeah. Liam. He he had a midlife crisis when he was like 24. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel like him. the only one that's not gonna have that is Louis. Yeah, or maybe he has. He, he, we just don't know. Niall definitely is in the middle of his with this whole Twitter Niall thing. Like, I don't know. I think Niall's doing all right. I think he's doing all right, but I think he's starting to lose it, like, lose his mind a little bit. Yeah. When he was I honestly think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a clip of. I-, I saw a TikTok yesterday, and it was like a clip from one of his, like, quarantine lives that was, like, five hours long. And it was when he got a call from Kevin Jonas while he was listening to an Adele song. And I was like, man, like, that seems like so long ago. And it was yeah. only like four months ago. But... Can I completely change the topic for a second? Yeah. yeah. So I saw something and it blew my mind today. So y'all know Harry Styles, the eyebrows and the long haired Harry, like how he would make that like. Like, oh, it's, like, almost like a smolder. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, yeah. I saw this TikTok. I know where you're going. And we, like, we basically haven't seen that look since he cut his hair. Except for in the Pilgrim Harry picture. That, like, oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. I think I had an aneurysm when I looked at the two pictures that she presented. The you need to thing- send me that. What? I did not see that. I did send it to you. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Waiting in your TikTok inbox. (laughs) What I saw, what I will say, the only thing I thought about that was she said, or at least the one I saw was like, and this is why I guess we don't like the Pilgrim Harry picture. And I was like, there's a lot more wrong with that picture. Like, do not (laughs) stop that. Like, okay, I hate that picture. Like, I don't think it's attractive at all. I would never put that on my wall. I'm sorry. I love you to death, Harry, but I would never put you on my wall with that picture. Also, there's like a weird yellow smudge on it that drives me crazy. Don't know why. Oh, I see it. It's like, you know what I'm talking about? It's, it literally drives me crazy. I just brought, I just put it up on the Zoom. Oh, yeah. Like right here. It's like, it looks like a stain. Exactly, like somebody touched the lens or something like that. Huh? I see. Becky, take that picture down. I don't like it. <laughs> like it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Like I don't know why, but I'm like I should not be looking at that. It's awful. It's so bad. It's funny because some people like that's their favorite photo of Harry, and I'm like, Ooh. how? How could that be your favorite photo? You can't even see his hair. Okay, what is your favorite photo of Harry? I'm bringing my. Don't up. put that much pressure on me. <laughs> I like the um, Rolling. Is it the Rolling Stone one where he's like all tan and and like propping himself up on the rocks and like grinning at the camera? You know what I'm talking yes, about? With the hat on, the blue hat. Are you talking about? No. I nope. know which one you're talking about. No. Nope. Does he have Thank his shirt you. off? Yes, he has. His okay, shirt off. then yeah, I know that one. Um, this one's my favorite. It's from. Or, oh, that's a this good one. one. That's a great one. Or when he dressed up as Elton John and he's like leaning into the camera. We needed to go back and describe that one, Becky, because nobody else saw that. Oh, this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that they can't see. Yeah. Um, it's from LA Night Two of Live on Tour, and he's like holding the microphone cord in one hand and the microphone. He's like, his hair is like he's like bent down a little bit and his hair is just like flopping in front of him. I'll show it on the TikTok. I think my, I think my favorite photo is the smiley nails photo. Um, I don't know. I really love that photo for some reason. 
Give us more description of that one. It's like, okay, it's the one where he has his hands on his face, and you can see the HS initial ring <laughs> nails, and then you can, it's like the yellow with smiley face nails. For more context for mine, mine is the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah. And I think mine was for, what shoot was that for? Um, it was one of his photo shoots that he did for Fine Line. He did so many. I can't even remember. That's another thing that we didn't talk about with fashion is um, the nails. I feel like so many people have recreated Harry's like nail nail looks. Yeah. I mean, not to shout out Megan again, but Megan did a couple times. So I remember that. She had the Met Gala ones, I think. Yeah. And a lot of people did the golden nails as soon as the music video came yeah. out. And talk about somebody who deserves a shout out with nails. Riley, I believe she's Canadian. She did like the vlogs of like for almost all of quarantine when we went into lockdown and she had to go back to work and she started painting her kids' nails. I'll tag her. I love her, yeah. And she was getting a lot of hate for that. And I was like, why would you hate on that? Like she's just let like her kids want like her, you know, little kids want to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I saw a TikTok today and it kind of reminded me of like the whole like Harry wearing a dress on Vogue because the mom mentioned it in the caption but like her son ended up her like young son ended up wanting to wear a dress for Christmas pictures to match his like big sister I saw and it was so cute they were so sweet it was like a pink sparkly dress it was so adorable aww but it was like nice I mean I think sorry go ahead I was gonna say it was just like nice to see that like in the comments, I think it was, where she mentioned that, like, that she was like, I don't get why people are, like, going after Harry Styles. Like, look what it's... He, she's like, it's obviously not just him, like, making this normal, but, like, he's hell, he's doing something to normalize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of the Sakoni Jolies with things like that, because they have four kiddos that are, like, all under the age of 10. And the second oldest is Eduardo, and he has an older sister, and he loves playing dress up with her. Like, they'll dress up as Anna and Elsa, he prefers Barbies over, like, Legos, and his parents just let him, like, what, what, who is that hurting? It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. I think, like, parents and, like, also this generation is starting to realize that, like, I mean, like, we need to end toxic masculinity because, first of all, like, I just feel like that's so wrong in so many ways. But I just, with Harry, I'm not saying that he's the only one that has done this, but he's kind of, like, erased the lines between, like, female and, like, male things. Like, what you can wear, like, what you can do. And, I mean, I guess it also started with, like, Mick Jacker and David Bowie. Like, it, it's not just Harry. He shouldn't take all the credit for it. But he's definitely done a lot to, like, you know, erase those those lines. Um I mean, I just feel like it was, it's so necessary, though. Like, why do we classify a dress as, like, a female thing and, like, a suit as a male thing when it's, like, clearly doesn't need to be like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, there's so many things that are, that's wrong with our society that we just have been taught for so many years and we just believed it. And I think as I get older, I just realize that. I agree. I mean, like... If I'm being honest, I think there's a time in place for, like, even girls to wear dresses. Like, I, when I had my internship, I hated wearing dresses because I was running around all day. Like, I would, I was so much comfier in a suit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this a typically, mm-hmm. like, male outfit? Like, it's more comfortable if I'm going to be running around, like, the Capitol building all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it should just be, like, whatever you're yeah. comfortable in. But, yeah. I don't know. I think my parents are becoming more accepting. Like, I grew up in a very, very conservative house. Like, my dad's a pastor. Um, and honestly, like, he's been really accepting of me liking Harry Styles. Like, he knows that, like, Harry kind of blurs the lines and, like, you know, exper- he, like, paints his nails and, like, he, he understands that stuff and he honestly he's not really bothered by it and I appreciate that because I feel like when I was younger he used to make comments on stuff like that all the time but he knows how much Harry means to me and so he doesn't say anything 
I wish I could say the same. I'm. I mean, it's it's a. I don't know. It's not easy. I'm lucky that my parents are just like, like I see all these TikToks of people being like, like my parents brought up Harry and dress to the dinner table, and like it just causes problems. Like I'm lucky that like my parents are like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. He's on the cover of Vogue. Like he's the first male solo, and that was like it. Like it wasn't a big deal. And I feel like I'm at, like very lucky in that respect. Yeah. I it got brought up at the dinner table with my family and I had mentioned it at one point but it had like just gone over everybody's head which was fine and then my dad brought it up and was like so I saw Harry Styles wore dress on Vogue and I was like absolutely and by the way the uh, cover is hanging up on my wall as a poster if you want to see it like you're welcome to go in and look if you're really curious about it and they just like shut everything down it took a while for my mom like my dad was actually more accepting than my mom I, I think I just kind of told my mom at one point, like, because she knew that I really liked Harry, and, like, I was telling her all these things, and a lot of the time, she's like, why are you telling me this stuff? Like, I don't really care. But I was like, I was like, mom, can you just be happy for me? Like, I know, it, like, it, like you don't really care, but it would mean a lot to me if you just were happy for me. It doesn't really matter if you, like, want to hear it or not. I'm just, like, telling you this because it's something that I'm, like, passionate about and something that I like. Right. So that meant a lot because like whenever I told her that Harry was the cover of Vogue, she's like, that's really cool. She's like, I don't know if I love the dress, but I think it's awesome that he's the cover of Vogue. And so I appreciated that. I mean, to be quite honest, I don't like the dress. I appreciate that he's wearing yeah. a dress, but I think the, the dress is not that cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like some of the outfits in that Vogue magazine, I honestly don't love. But I like the ones behind the scenes more than I liked the actual cover yeah. photos. And the photos that they chose. And this is our playlist recommendations for the week. So this is the part of the podcast where we recommend a new song each week. Don't forget, you can find the links in our bio. That's a lie. In our description for the podcast, we have an Apple Music link and a Spotify link. So check those out. So this is Emma. And my recommendation for the week is Bedroom Ceiling. I should not have picked this song because I don't know how to pronounce the artist's name. Does anybody else know how to pronounce her name? Sodi? Sodi? Anybody? I think it's Sodi. Okay, we're going to go with Sodi. Sorry, sorry if we botched that. This is the place that I just can't pretend to be. Alright, is your bedroom ceiling board like mine? But I actually started a playlist at the very beginning of quarantine that is called On the Floor Staring Ceiling Fan. And I made it because I was ridiculously emotionally invested in the fanfic Cherry. And Cherry in the story lays on the floor and looks at the ceiling fan. Looks Well, she just lays on the floor basically all the time. And I made the playlist because I needed to cry and I needed something that could play in the background that was, like, calming to me or that I needed to cry to while while reading Cherry. So this was, like, the fourth or fifth song on that playlist. I had just randomly added it and it became, like, one of my top songs for the year. I would listen to it all the time and it's just, like, my self-soothing song, I think. I'm obsessed with this song. Um, so now I'm this this is Becky and my song is once again a Taylor Swift song I promise I do listen to other people but she just released Evermore um, and my recommendation is No Body No Crime um, featuring Hiam and she says I think he did it but I just can't prove it I think he did it but I just Personally, this song has literally been on repeat since I first heard it. I also am very big into the theory that Haler uh, committed vehicular manslaughter together, and that's why their relationship produced so many like intense songs out of it. Um, and this song, I think, just feeds into that theory in that it's just a kind of a fun song to listen to. And I hope that Olivia Wilde 
um, puts it in Don't Worry Darling, because I think it would fit perfectly. And then this is Zane, and my playlist recommendation for this week is called As Long As You Care by Rule. As long as you actually found Roll's music a few weeks ago and I absolutely love his most recent EP called Bright Lights Red Eyes. Um, he's like this Australian singer. Um, his music reminds me a lot of like a younger Shawn Mendes but with like a rock influence. Like I know Shawn Mendes incorporates some rock into his music but um, yeah Roll just in- incorporates more and then it's also crazy to me like he just turned 18 years old but he's been releasing music since he was 14 years old and I'm just now finding out his music. Um, yeah, he's ridiculous, ridiculously talented, and yeah, I love the song. And then, like Emma said in the beginning, don't forget to check out our playlist with all our recommendations on Spotify and Apple Music. The link is in the description box below. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Our Fangirl Playlist. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Our Fangirl Playlist, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can be notified whenever we release a new episode. Stay safe and treat people with kindness.